Hello, Attactioneers. Welcome to the live cast. I'm your host, Taylor Morrow, joined with my fellow hosts, this guy and that guy. Who are you guys? I'm this guy, and I am here too, also known as Colin. Nice. Isaac, welcome everybody. Whoa, Isaac. I think everybody knows who we are. I didn't even recognize you. What are you talking about? I thought that was like your... (laughs) Your evil Buck Stevens, your evil twin cousin. <laughs> well, yeah, Twitter, Buck. Twitter needed me to come on and show you phonies how how a mustache is. So uh, here I am, and I think you fuckers were right. This feels good. I was wrong. This this feels like me. You heard it this here is, first. This is it. We fuckers were right. <laughs> so, uh, quick quick sidebar. Um, I have convinced almost my whole basketball team to grow a mustache for this season. So we're we're on that train of mustache domination. It's okay. awesome. <laughs> Puberty style mustaches all around. Hey, this is varsity basketball. Some of these guys have legit beards. That's true. They probably look like men. Like adult men with jobs. Some of them. Some yeah. of, some some of them, them are. <laughs> mm-hmm. We played this one guy the other day. I, I thought it was their assistant coach. I'm not kidding. And then he was like doing the layup lines and then played in the game. And I was like, all right, I guess that's the player, not the assistant coach. Was he their best uh, player? No, he was not. <laughs> so I guess he didn't have to worry about it too much. Yeah, totally. It was fine. Nice. It's in eighth grade junior high sports when you got to be worried about kids with facial hair. You're like, oh, fuck. We're so screwed. You know? And he's just, you know, you're like looking down at your team and you're like, half of these kids are four foot 11 and this guy's 6'2 and it has a fucking beard. How's this fair? Eighth grade's wild. Dude. Growth spurts aren't aren't fair. I never really had one, so I, that's how I feel about it. I'm still waiting for my second spurt, my late, you know, late was, growth spurt. I was just like a slow, steady grind to average height. <laughs> never taller than anybody. It's all right, though. You probably got really used to it. You didn't have like an awkward phase where you didn't know, you know, that's what true. was what in your body. You yeah. just very coordinated the whole way my bones never hurt i heard that's a thing that can happen my bones never hurt either well you're just a strong man i do like to lord it over my wife though and tell her that i'm the tallest person in this house because it's true (laughs) (laughs) like when the argument really escalates that's what you break out (laughs) every now and then she'll say something like you know i'm really glad that you're not like really tall and I'll be like, you know what? I'm the tallest person in this house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she thinks it's weird when like a couple is like, or she would think it, you know, she's like, it'd be so Dude, weird. disproportionate. You have, like, you have to like bend over and like, you know, totally. Anyways, we've already gone off the rails. What a great start. Yeah. It's the live cast. I was just baby. letting you guys, letting you guys peter out there. I mean, with the energy you brought with your mustache, I don't think I could ever peter out. It's just, uh, just a dream come true. 
and the day disappears, I'll be sad. Because I forgot, I forgot we were gonna do this. And you just showed up, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." You flipped baby. your camera on. <laughs> Taylor I made lost, me. I, I lost it. Yeah, it was great. It was a great drunken tweet that is I'm profiting from so much right now. I I think this makes us the most powerful podcast in existence. I I mean I don't even mean flesh and blood. I mean podcasts. We're the most powerful right now at this moment. Starting off winter strong, three mustached men about to talk about a kid's game. <laughs> yeah. You looked very serious. <laughs> Taylor, you looked very serious as you were proclaiming that and getting more serious. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so to everybody around. listening, there's like more more of a visual component than usual to this episode. <laughs> um, everybody in the chat, thank you for being here. I'm thank you for still being here. Um, it's good to see you all. Happy holidays! Hell yeah! <clears throat> Heck yeah! Way to way to be the real professional here, <laughs> despite what your facial hair is signaling. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you are just listening, you know Taylor and I have classic, just you know, mustaches, and Isaac has shown up with. Just the full handlebar. I'm not sure more, if it goes more mustache down his neck. It looks like it could go down his neck. No. It goes a little bit. It goes around the curve. It's not just. If I had head. had that idea, I would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't think of it. So, like, pause the podcast and go on to YouTube so that you can at least look at it for a second, so you have the right image in mind. He also has a Christmas tree in shop behind him, so he's just. He just brought it today. I'm just like my normal self and a Dromai shirt. I feel like I didn't do enough other than, you know, set up the stream. I was excited. <laughs> Manuel says, wouldn't miss mustache Xmas. Hope it gets real <laughs> weird. <laughs> it already has. Uh, uh, totally. Yeah. Nate wants to know how many cocktails deeper, y'all. I am too tease deep i'm whatever a quarter inch down and then you gotta start I, off semi-sober because yeah otherwise by the end it's just we learned that early on in production mm -hmm. that if you warm up and then try to do a gameplay video or podcast or whatever it goes great until the last 30 minutes or something and then you're yeah you're a little too toasty so Totally. I okay. A little how the sausage is made here. Uh, last night on Insidious Chill. Thank you all for who were there and then who are here tonight. You just using us. this to plug your other shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Keep going. See, you made my dog mad. Um, Insidious Chill is me and Tommy Fresh's singular podcast that happens once once a year and we review a Christmas movie just happened first time this year. Anyway, on that, I had to shout out to Mike Popovich, IP five, uh, cocktails had made a special cocktail recipe for that podcast of white Christmas margarita. So I of course had to like pre make one to sample it and make one for my wife. So I had one of those and was, was, uh, feeling pretty good. Then my wife handed me another 
you know, craft cider, which are no less than 8%. So I had one of those and that's like, well, fuck. Now I need another margarita for the show. And I'm not gonna lie, for that first 45 minutes, I was kind of turnt. I was like, I was feeling good. And then what happened? And then we just knocked it out of the park. And uh, it was a great podcast. And then I got pretty sleepy. Nice. <laughs> and and went to bed. <laughs> Good job. Totally. Great story. But I'm just saying it is possible if you pace yourself. And then so what it happened? Mar- <laughs> it goes margarita, other beverage, margarita. That's That's the pace you want to go. I'd be so wasted at that point. Yeah, but that's just. Oh, and I love drinking beer with you. It's lots of fun. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> totally. Okay. If anybody has the opportunity to have like two to four beverages with Colin, it's the best time. Yeah. Like, Buy this man a drink. I'll take one or two, and that's it. I know my limit, and it's it's that few. Although, except in in Colombia at this uh, wedding I just went to, I drank a whole lot. For some Hell reason, yeah. it was not getting me that drunk. Also, because of the large amount of pork I ate <laughs> while drinking as well. Just one soaking point, it up. <laughs> one point, they just brought out like, it was like after dinner, and we'd been partying for a while. They just brought out trays of food. It was like chicharron and like blood sausage and like all these other things. And I was just like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <Just went> for <laughs> it. Nice. Yeah. Tell, us, tell us about Columbia a little bit. Yeah, so uh, I was just down in uh, outside Bogota in a smaller area. We stayed in Cajica, and then the uh, wedding was in Sopo, I think it was called. They're they're like, I think they're cities. I'm not sure. The addresses were a little weird, so it was hard for me to understand. Um, but uh, one of my wife's very good friends from school got married. She's Colombian. And so we were down there. It was pretty awesome. Very cool country. Uh, you kind of feel like you're in the jungle no matter where you are, which was kind of cool. Um, just very lush green trees all around. Bogota, 8,000 feet, uh, which I did not know until about a day before I went there. Uh, so very high elevation, um, which I didn't feel too much, probably thanks to the fact that I've been running a lot since uh what was it? Fab fitness challenge. <clears throat> been keeping that up. So, uh, remarkably did okay. Uh, and I thought I would get a lot more drunk. Cause usually you drink it at altitude. Mm-hmm. It, it hits you pretty hard, but I'm not sure they have like a national drink called Agua Dientes, which is like a anise flavored liqueur. And I'm not sure what the alcohol percentage is on there. I don't think it's very high. I don't like anise that much, but I was there and they were giving it out. So I drank a lot of it. Um, but they just had, this is the best part. They just had trays. Like there wasn't a bar. They just had dude with trays and they had like scotch on the, or, and they'd be like, would you like, I mean, at first they were like putting ice in it if you asked, but then it was just scotch on the rocks and then shots of agua diente and then mojitos. And that was it. And then you just like grab your scotch and get on the dance floor and take a shot. And like, they just came around all night. Um, and at the very end of the night, they came around with like this stew, <laughs> which I think saved the life of several people who were very <laughs> drunk. Um, but yeah, we just, we danced all night. I didn't know, you know, they played some like hits, a little, a little bit of a, uh, you know, 
Bad Bunny and uh, Jay Balvin, who is also Colombian. Uh, so, you know, some of those songs I did know, but a lot of it was not very familiar with, but we had such a blast. And uh, then we went to go to Medellin, uh, which is like an hour flight away. And then my wife got COVID and we spent the rest of our trip in a hotel room, uh, hanging out, not getting anyone else sick. Luckily she was, uh, uh, she's fine. She, you know, didn't have it too bad, but spent a lot of time just watching TV in a hotel room, uh, instead of being on vacation. Well, it was a different kind of vacation, but you know. we're back now. And, uh, yeah, it was a great trip. So if you can make it out there, Medellin was beautiful. That one was like, felt like lush jungle, like, just driving around parts of it kind of reminded us of hawaii uh it's like in this valley there's this big ass valley and like the city just like emanates from the center all the way up the hills Mm. um very beautiful a lot of bad reputation due to pablo escobar but it's a fairly safe place i felt you know there was no point where i felt very uncomfortable or anything um i don't speak a lot of spanish so that's always just kind of puts you on edge because you're like i don't understand what's going on around me um but luckily uh you know we had some help and between jess and i we can carry one conversation with somebody in spanish uh and uh we, nice. had, a, we had a great time good teamwork you know. yeah despite getting covid it still sounds like an awesome time it was really good. We had some some good moments. Had a really funny drive. Like they canceled our flight to Medellin and then uh, rebooked it. And they're like, "Oh, you can choose what flight you want to be on." And it was like the only choice was like two hours earlier, and we had to leave right away for the airport. So we just booked it downstairs, gotten an Uber, which I guess technically are illegal, but everyone uses them anyways. And uh, our Uber driver was so nice. Uh, we were carrying on a conversation and. You know, I was like, oh, they canceled our flight and we're trying to get there. I was like, don't worry about that. It's not your problem. He was like, you're in my car. This is your car. It's my problem. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And he was like, put on your seatbelts. <laughs> I was like, please, Zach. con cuidado, safety. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it was fun. Good time. Nice to go on like a real trip. I haven't done like a a trip like that in a while, so. Cool. Yeah. Good to be back. What'd you guys do? Go ahead, Isaac. I've, <laughs> I've, uh, I've had, I've had, I've had my, has some stories. What have you been up to, Isaac? Um, nothing as exciting as that. I've, the last month or two, I've been doing a great many small thing or, you know, like many things each day. Um, but I have not been vacationing that much. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a lot. Um, but nothing in particular is super exciting. I'll let you go ahead, Taylor. You said you had some stories. No, I said I, I've told stories already. Oh, I gotcha. And they're probably tired of hearing from me. You- no, the only thing happening in my life is is basketball season, basically, which is going great. And has given me this kind of nice, smoky after hours voice going on right now so oh yeah i I was supposed to scream at children more so i could i could meet you there i forgot you can do it right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah no Um, uh yeah i did want to answer damon said when is isaac going to start playing lexi again 
I did want to answer that I am tempted because of um shit now I'm off the rails. But the uh drill shot and heat seeker are actually pretty cool additions to Lexi. Mm-hmm. So um thanks Damon. I am tempted. I really want some tools for Ranger that are like not just more things for what she does. You know what I mean? Like she's good against aggro. It's really flipping hard into, you know, aggro old him or illusionist or something. Like it would be nice to have I know some classes are just what they are kind of in their role, but you know, we all kind of look for tools like outside the box. Um but probably gonna be good. Well, All right, moving on. I just wanted to answer that because it got me got me excited. There might be some Ranger updates in our next set. I think there will be. Maybe. Totally. Um, should we get into some flesh and blood talk? We have some shout outs here that we could get into and then we can get down on some flesh and blood. So let's I do some shout outs. And I love blood. So. <laughs> um. Sure. Yeah, I'll go first since you all asked i wanted to shout out um <laughs> tj stoddard on facebook of all places actually but it's awesome he's making um this whole class like a pirate class for flesh and blood and regularly posts new cards like specializations just like um you know skeleton pirate ally or whatever and like but it's mm. like all in there's like uh, there's artwork for him. I don't know if he made it or like found it somewhere, but they're, you know, there's, they're like real cards for a fully fleshed out, uh, damn it. Just try not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> a fully fleshed out class. And it's like awesome. It's like an awesome side project hobby thing that he's been sharing and stuff. So, so uh, any, you know, anybody in the chat, impressive. go find that and, and post it so everybody can see. Patrick, if you're out there. Yeah, send, send me you're... a link. I'll put it in our description. That sounds really fun. Um, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll try to do it while you're doing your shout-out here. I think everybody loves the pirate. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll do a quick shout-out to a good friend of the show, Justin Lawag, uh, over there at Arcane Games and Events. Uh, do just like a little bit of a plug inside the shout-out for the... Uh, AGE Open Series starting January 7th. Uh, This is going to be a monthly series uh, of 1K events in Southern California um, that yours truly will be commentating and helping with the stream. Um, And yeah, we're doing, it looks like, I got the schedule up here right now. Uh, You know, once a month, 1K tournament. It'll also be like a point system, so as you win and do well, you'll earn points, and then there's going to be like a player's championship, which we're hoping to make like a really cool weekend event where, you know, we all go to a place and stream games and have a good time. So uh, check that out over at age.events. If you're in the Southern California area and you want to come, tickets are on sale on the website. Uh, and otherwise we will be streaming over on their, uh, YouTube channel. So shout out to Justin, just doing great work out here. Really proud of him and, uh, just the initiative to 
just make something a little bit different for us and you know not like a little bit more consistency too it's gonna be like this happens every month you know it's coming up if you can't make these other events that are in different areas and you're in the area we can just play this one and it should be really good i mean we do have great players out here uh so yeah should be a lot of fun i'll be promoting it a lot so you guys will hear about it but you know hopefully we'll get these these other dudes down here to uh do some commentating as well um sweet so yeah shout out to justin and age yeah you guys in socal are very lucky to have justin i'm pretty jealous of your organized play scene down there it's got a lot going on it totally does our like one local shop that runs flesh and blood events doesn't even let us know when they're going to be closed so then you show up for armory and you're like is the shop open today oh no i'm i'm not opening it today oh cool thanks so dude it's a shop you should open it (laughs) uh tragic wild uh, my shout out goes to Team Covenant. So, uh, end of an era, the the COVID five day a week stream is coming to an end. Uh, pretty wild. It was like a big part of my year in 2020, and is a big reason why we're all into flesh and blood and have this podcast. So, big shout out to them to being just kind of a big influence in a lot of people's lives. And I hope that their next chapter in their store and company's um, life, I guess, uh, is just as great as the previous ones have have been and they just keep to the moon. So shout out, shout out to those two fine gentlemen who are the face of the company and everybody else who works there. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, uh, I checked out some of the stream today feeling a mm-hmm. bit nostalgic. I uh, posted a long thing in their discord just cause they are the reason I got into flesh and blood and I can like literally pinpoint that to my life changing an incredible amount. So uh means a lot to me and I totally get it cause I haven't been able to watch their stream either and i think that's kind Mm -hmm. of where a lot of people are at so excited to see what they do next always cheering for them and uh i will be trying to get to tulsa for that store opening whenever that happens so you know same yeah i'll pick you up on the way bro we'll make a trip out of it um yeah but yeah shout out shout out to zach and steven great guys thanks for everything nice is it back to me Back to you. I agree. I really love, I don't watch like probably most of their live streams, but I love tuning into things that interest me or, you know, like fun ones that come along. Um, It's very enjoyable, like long form, casual, you know, like stuff. Everything else is really in your face. So I do, I do very much enjoy their, their stream. Yeah. Um, uh, my second shout out is just to the card guys. I've played against Nathan in person and I've played against um, them on Talishar and just every interaction I have with them is just, they're like the nicest guys to play against. And it's just really nice to have like 
you know, a competitive team or famous players or whatever that every time you play against them, it's, they're just really, uh, really friendly, you know, and it's, uh, I guess whenever I play against them, I'm just reminded how, you know, nice it is to play this game and, you know, how fun the community is. So thanks. See you next time. Nice. <clears throat> um, yeah, I guess the last one is mine, but probably from all of us. Shout out to yeah. Mr. Tommy Fresh or AKA Tommy Christmas for the very nice Christmas card he sent to us. Um, he, he like hit me up. He's like, Hey, what's your address? I was like, Oh, cool. What's he sending me? And he sent me a Christmas thing. I was like, that's just, that's just nice. I appreciate that. There's two kinds of people in this world. People who make Christmas cards and send them out and people who don't. <laughs> and I'm definitely in the latter group, but I do appreciate everyone who does send them. It's a thoughtful thing and you know, it's nice to see. So, uh, just, just a nice person to know. Happy to know him. Yep. I agree. I got a Christmas card as well and it really made me smile. Yeah. My wife yeah, was like, well, it's like, a, <laughs> yeah, it's like a real Christmas card too. Not like a fakey flesh and blood one, you know, Yeah, which was not that flesh and blood Christmas cards would be fakies, but it was like one he's sending to his like grandmother yeah, as well as us, you know? So hell yeah. Shout out to Tommy Christmas. Loved it. Thank you. Tight. Thank you, Tommy Christmas. It's very much appreciated. You can only talk uh, like that from now on. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, Tommy Christmas. Hell yeah, yeah. brother. <laughs> <laughs> can we just sit here for like five minutes and keep doing that? Hell yeah. <laughs> and so we can um, it's just us. My next uh, my next shout out is um just to Marcus from Singapore, I don't know if you're listening or whatever, but brand new player I met on Talishar and was just the nicest person again. Like, wanted to chat throughout the game, you know, checking out our podcast, like, just through and through, you know, like, hung out afterwards, chatted a bunch, and, like, you know, there's the salty log side of things, and then there's the, like, Marcus from Singapore side of things, so it was, it was great. What's up, Marcus? Hope you're, hope you're doing great. Hell yeah, Marcus. Nice. Keep it up. Welcome, welcome to the fab community. <clears throat> Heck yeah. Uh, quick question. Uh, are y'all playing Marvel Snap? Who's playing Marvel Snap in chat? It's like a great yep. holiday activity. I just started. Awesome. I've been playing a lot of it. Yeah, me too. I Maybe you home. can... Sorry to derail your... No. <laughs> but maybe you can help so like i think it's great really i really mm -hmm. like it but um i'm like level 40 something now and i i don't understand like what i'm playing for like i i unlock characters really slowly and like each match you just get like a few crystals and a third of a level and you don't unlock a character and it just feels like now i'm like well, maybe after 500 more matches, I'll have enough characters to like build a new archetype or something. But at the moment, it's just like, that was fun and cool. But now I'm like, feel like it's kind of like plateaued. <clears throat> Did that happen to anybody else? Or am I like doing something wrong? 
I also didn't like deep dive into learning what to do and all that. I just kind of totally ran with it. So do you know what your collection level is? No. Okay. So that's the thing you got to beef up. So the like gameplay loop is like, um, <clears throat> so you want to try to like, obviously win cubes, right? And every time you like win cubes, you get, uh, to level to rank up right so level 100 infinite is what you you know is like the status symbol then you also get boosters from your wins you get i think a little bit more boosters and then you can upgrade cards so they look cooler um and as you upgrade cards that upgrades your collection level i hate explaining this type of bullshit <laughs> But uh well it just seems like busy work like not I don't know. <laughs> yeah, totally. So as your collection level goes up, that's where you get new cards. And No, I I understand all that. It's just like not happening. Yeah. Or well, happening really slow. It's like it happens so slowly that I don't I'm unable to like explore new archetypes or like have fun. You know what I mean? You got it's like I got This is what you got to do. You go this, to the yeah, store, yep. you get your yep. free credits every like day or a couple hours. I think it's every hours or every like, I think it's, 12 hours. or Yeah, it's twice a day. Yeah. And then you upgrade cards in the store where it lets you kind of jump over the normal way of upgrading cards. So you mm -hmm. can just use credits to upgrade cards and that boosts your collection level, which will get you more cards and often more credits. And so it's like you got to do that consistently yeah. to like really speed it up and then also the uh the like season quests of like doing specific things <clears throat> um uh is like another good way of unlocking more yeah. credits and stuff because that's really like the main thing and once you get to a certain level you start you know you're whenever you upgrade a card you're upgrading it like yeah. you get like six levels on your collection or 10 level. yeah yeah and so you start yeah. like scaling a little faster um so you're you're kind of low right now so you need to kind of like push past that to get to a, a better spot i think my collection's 148 mm, yeah that's right. pretty low yeah you're getting there my, I think it'll speed i'm almost it just i'm doing it it just doesn't go up very quickly you know because you only have so many gems or what yeah i don't know anyway I mean, it, it, was, it was really fun. It just like, you know, was really it, fun and then kind of. It's all about getting credits. That's what it's all about. Because then that allows you to, for like every five hours to um, upgrade your cards and get more cards and stuff. I think I'm at, I'm almost at a thousand for my collection level. Nice. Um, totally. I like to save them and then have a bunch of credits and then spend it all on, you know, all these cards and stuff, Big which is really hit really all at once. Yeah, totally. I just like, I don't, all day. I'm just like, boom, boom, boom. Nice. That's also fun too. I just would rather play more now I'm playing. So just to talk about this, cause I feel like I didn't see any, I came up with this idea on my own and I'm sure somebody else has, but I, I don't like net deck like I do in, as much in flesh and blood or whatever but i'm playing like uh dr doom control deck which is pretty sick with like storm and um 
in Magneto. So the basic idea is I try to like, uh, you know, lock down some locations. Like you can't play more cards there or I make it like I hit you with Shang-Chi, which is like the best card. Like if you play too much of a powerful card, I just freaking murder it or hit you with Enchantress or whatever. And then you play Dr. Doom and he puts Doom bots at the locations that you can no longer play cards at. And you kind of eke out little wins that way. And that so far has been my favorite deck I have played. Nice. Yeah. I've been doing, <clears throat> I've got two I like. I have one I call D&D, which is like discard and destroy deck. Oh, yeah. Which that is one's like great. Carnage and Bucky that turns into Winter Soldier. Um, and then if you have apocalypse, you discard that, and he keeps like bumping up in power. And I also got the Quinn, not the Quinjet, but it's like the Quinn, whatever, like the, the carrier, the carrier, yeah. And yeah. if you discard that, you get three random cards, which is just you know fun. Um, mm -hmm. So I've been doing that. And then I have like an Odin reveal deck that tries to play all yeah. the on reveals to like do that, which I think are like common ones. The oh, that's thing, my favorite. I have that card. Yeah, Odin's fun. <laughs> And it's like yeah. the deck building is easy. You're just like, okay, filter all the on reveals and I'll just throw all these in here. I don't fucking care. Like, you know, yeah. you know I've got enough ones, twos, three, you know. Um, yeah. And nice cost group. Yeah. It, it, there's a lot to it that's fun. I know there's like probably, there's some crazy combos. I just don't care enough to like try to figure them out. And mostly what I do is like, oh, what's like the, the location of like the day that's like, or the yeah. week that's really hot. And you're like, okay, what can I build that like exploits the shit out of that? So I have yeah. one that, uh, I called, I like to move it. Um, and it was all about moving. Um, cause yeah. I, I think the, the location was the, uh, Bifrost that moves everybody. Mm. So I had like Craven and the Vulture. It was just like these cards that just like yeah. boost up as you move shit around. And you just have these like crazy swings at the end. Sometimes you lose hard, but other times you're just like, I just like destroyed this person out of nowhere. <laughs> Totally. Yeah, I, um, I originally in this game, I was like, wow, there's fucking too much RNG with the like location reveals. And I don't know what my opponents are doing. And yeah, this is switch hands at round six. How am I supposed totally. to plan for that? <laughs> like, totally. Yeah, I was like, this is upsetting. <laughs> but then I kind of like took it a bit more at face value and was like, if my deck is too specific, like my Dr. Doom control deck, like I can't switch hands because my cards have no synergy, just like on their own, they're kind of like underpowered. So I just retreat, yeah. you know, retreating more has like upped my enjoyment of that game. Um, And, oh man, well, no, you can't play against other people yet. So it's always randos, which is- Or bots, uh, hard to tell or, sometimes. Yeah, totally. I feel like if I lose three in a row, they put me up against a bot. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to win, or I'm going to lose. And I'm like, why'd they play that there? They're only winning this one location. Okay. I'm just the easy eight cubes here. Um, yeah, snap, snap, snap. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and then that has been the other thing, has been like, um, like you said, calling, playing for the, like, location that comes up more often making sure i'm playing a deck that exploits that like or has some sort of tweak like right now for me it's uh what is it vormir so the first card you play there is destroyed 
Mm. So like, I'll wait until I have like four or three at minimum uh, cards out, and then I'll play Nova there, and then it buffs all my cards, and that's like a great, I think, way to use that one location. Mm -hmm. So, so now that I've started doing those things, it's been way more uh, enjoyable for me. I think for me, my so this is all noob stuff, sorry, but my totally. best deck right now is just like a value deck. Like my favorite one's the Odin reveal deck, but the best deck just has all the best cards, which mm -hmm. is like fairly boring. I play the Odin one more, <laughs> but my favorite combo I found was just if you, there's a location that re on reveals happen twice. So if you like yeah. uh, Ironheart or yeah. uh, White, tiger or whatever and then play odin on them mm -hmm. it like it doesn't filter it it like quadruple happens or mm -hmm. whatever yeah or like eight times happens or whatever you yeah. know it's yeah. like the maximum possible which seems pretty broken but that was kind of fun i was like well let's just see if this works and yeah that's kind of yeah. the fun thing about the game is that it's like yeah break me <clears throat> you know yeah, I think the fact that they're like three minutes games, you know, there's very low stakes. Like it can be kind of broken. I know they've been doing some patches. I don't really pay attention to what they've changed, but um, yeah, me neither. I think that's the fun of it. Is you're just like whatever. I'm just gonna throw these cards together and play, and mm -hmm. you know, and then you see someone else do something, you're like, whoa, that's cool. And then you yeah. get that card, and you're like, I'm gonna do that thing in this deck now. And <clears throat> yeah, it's I tried. Weird. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, it's just been like a fun little like side game to have. Yeah. Like, you know. Agreed. It, it doesn't ask a ton of me and I don't always have to play it, which is really nice. Um, the, oh, I forget what the two things I was going to say. Well, I tried an Agatha Harkless deck where she's like a six with 14 power and she just plays your cards for you. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty funny and so i tried to combo that with jubilee and having only six power or like a bunch of the big the big fellers in there so like jubilee like is a four for one but will randomly play a card out of your deck so then all of a sudden you have like she brings in magneto and now it's like at that location you have 13 power out of nowhere um and then agatha is like a 14 so she just plays herself on the sixth turn always but it like she loses her ai is not great she like loses you games you're like no you should have played this other you should have played dr doom here you no, idiot agatha. no yeah totally <clears throat> but, uh it's pretty funny yeah uh nate is right we are the best marvel snap podcast now as well um I welcome think... to the the snap action podcast I say the, the last thing I'll say an option podcast. Yeah. Is like I got a new iPhone and I turned on like the high quality graphics and the 60 yeah. frames per second on it. And it looks so good. I was like, it looks Holy crazy. Good. Shit, this is like very nice looking. And like it was a whole other like dopamine rush of like, wow, this, this is pretty sweet. So yeah. Pl playing it on a tablet is sick. I have the Z Fold 4, which oh, is like a miniature. unfolded mode? Yeah, nice. it's so good. It's like one of the reasons I play that game is because it's pretty sick on the phone. Nice. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. Awesome. Snap corner. <laughs> yeah. A little snap corner. Uh, what about flesh and blood? <laughs> That's a game. Uh, I don't that know. our whole podcast is based on. Yeah. Our whole podcast. I haven't played a lot lately. Uh, I played a bunch of Arachne when, when uh dynasty came out and then work got crazy. And then mm-hmm. I went on vacation. Um, and when I was stuck in the hotel, I would like, I could have just played a bunch of Talishar, but I decided not to and just, you know, downloaded Knights of the Old Republic on my iPad and played that instead. Which Hell was, yeah, that's <laughs> pretty was, good. Which was I've pretty done that dope. on my tablet also. It's pretty fun. <laughs> I was like, I need just like like an RPG game. Like, I just need something with a story and run around and level up. Totally. Sometimes you need to have an adventure. Yeah. As much as we like these games, like they give you no sense of adventure. You know what I mean? You have no like plot arc or journey or what you know it's just like <clears throat> very in the moment also manuel uh is sold yeah all right get that marvel snap sponsorship money <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> one down eight yeah. million to go thanks for reminding me i i've been playing because i'm on vacation right now uh i've been playing boulders gate three which i'm a huge boulders gate fan Boulder's Gate 3 is still in early access, but it's supposed to be released finally in August. So I'm like, all right, I'll dip in and see what it's like. Next so year, fun. August? Yeah. Jesus. It's been in yeah. open beta or whatever for so long. <laughs> for so long. Like three years. I don't even know. So it's pretty close to being finished right now. It's still like obviously rough in, in parts. It doesn't have the polish, but... What has been really nice about that is A, it's Dungeons and Dragons, and B, it's not like a made-up game system I have to learn. I already know how to play Dungeons and Dragons, so it's been really easy to pop in and play it and explore it, and I don't have to worry about, like, what are the rules? What's armor class? Or uh, I don't know what spells to pick, you know? I just go in with my Warlock, I hex you, then I hit you with freaking whatever it's called the spell that does stuff <laughs> eldritch blast and you're hexed and it's great i'm having a great time nice yeah i want to check that out they had this from the people who did divinity 2 right yeah 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 which was so it's, dope and like yeah but there was so much you could do in it that i felt like everything i was mm-hmm. doing was not cool enough because i knew there was probably a smarter way of doing it i would have been like oh if i like dump this barrel on them and then like electrocute yeah. the water and then start a fire over here and teleport them into the fire. It's just like, I'm just standing there like hitting them. And I'm just like, I'm just not smart enough to be really creative at this game, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, they, I, I enjoy what they do with like story and like their characters mm-hmm. are really interesting. So I'm excited to check that one out eventually. I'm, I'm not a big pre, you know, release game thing because it's like i want the game when it's done but i also just, totally fair it's just like wild that they're just like three years in and people have been like there's gonna be like a solve for everything once this game comes out immediately um well but, it's like i think it's only the first chapter or something like that so it's oh, not really? a huge okay. chunk of the game okay. yeah I thought it that's was like available in early access yeah it's not the whole thing um no totally it did start i've been running a second playthrough of 
Elden Ring. Nice. Which <clears throat> I thought would be like like New Game hard. Plus yeah. or okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it would be hard, but it's not. It's like uh, you know, it's a victory lap, right? It's just <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun actually because you're already powerful and things get harder but not to the like to match you or whatever so you can kind of like sprint through and like crush bosses i mean there's some parts that are like challenging enough but um i found that in kind of stark cr contrast to the like in a good way but the slog that was the original playthrough and like finding everything and like exploring and just the epic journey that was it's like pretty fun to like just kind of run up to the next boss and then fight him and like make progress a little bit faster. So mm, it right. hasn't been the experience I expected, but it's definitely like pretty fun. Um, I haven't had enough time. Like I haven't beaten it again or anything and I've been kind of in and out, but it's pretty cool. I started, I I'm using the star scourge great swords, which are, essentially dual wielded great swords because i never play strength build so i thought i'd try that <laughs> and they have this like gravity or a special followed up by a slam which is insane and then there's there's a this is just for the people who follow along because last time i brought it up i had a lot of questions <laughs> but then there's these incantations that scale off of strength as well so you just like summon and hold, like hurl a boulder which is pretty fun nice um so you can do these like dual wield greatsword aura thing smashing, and then you have this like ranged rock throw, which like just throwing a boulder at things is pretty fun. So I've uh, been enjoying this new class and this new like easier playthrough. It's been pretty enjoyable. I would recommend it to anybody who was like, nah, I played it once or whatever. It's like, even if you don't finish the second playthrough, it's just pretty cool to like jump in again for an exciting round two. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's I my had, video game update. I had to. I'll go back to Elden Ring eventually, but I respect and I really didn't like the style mm. of build I, I went into. The classic thing where I found a thing online and thought it was cool, and then realized that that's not is rock. how I play. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I I replayed God of War the mm. the first ps4 you know nice one with the ragnarok sequel just came out <clears throat> but i couldn't afford to buy the sequel so i was like well i'll just play the first one because that was an amazing game um and i also just does it hold just... up oh it's so good it's so good oh sick it's just like i mean your son is annoying sometimes and then there's that bit where he gets like really annoying um but he gets better uh classic and... Classic sons. You know, I mean, he's also like a neglect, neglectful and emotionally stunted father. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a hard yeah. thing, but um, totally. yeah, just the, the gameplay is good. The combat's good. Your axe is dope. I was like, work was so crazy. I was like, I just need to like smash a bunch of things. And that, that took care of it. And I just kind of breezed through that and beat it. So I'm uh, excited to try out the sequel soon. Sick. Yeah. Nice. Been a Good lot of video, video game updates. Yeah. Yeah. I also bought Dwarf Fortress. Uh, if anybody's into that, <laughs> hit me up because I'm lost <laughs> and confused. But 
it, <laughs> it's like I don't know if do you guys know what Dwarf Fortress is? Yeah, I do. Right. Yeah. Oh, never heard of it. It was like this like open source like sim civilization kind of game where you build like a giant dwarf fortress in a mountain. Um, but like the simulation was like intensely accurate, but it used to be all ASCII art because um, mm-hmm. it was open source, but it had a huge following for a long time and they just built like a new version of it for like, you know, steam basically. And so there's art and we have little dwarves and, you know, it's like something a regular person would identify as a video game um, <laughs> before it looked like kind of insanity. But uh, these crazy things happen where like, I don't know, I was reading a story where like this beer spilled or something like something rotted and the beer spilled and these cats got all drunk and they started a fire or something like it's like these crazy things can happen because like the simulation is built that way. Um, <clears throat> and there's like no purpose to the game other than to just like, build your giant dwarf fortress and try to survive as long as possible. And then you'll probably all die eventually. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Sweet. Another game where I'm like, I'm sure there's a lot I could do and learn. And I feel like I'm not smart enough to figure it out yet, but, uh, you know, you know, me still intrigued by it. Cool. Great video game update. I loved it. Um, let's talk some flesh and blood now. So I think, think the idea of this podcast was we wanted to talk about what we wanted to do in the future for our like content creation or personal playing or etc yeah it's like yeah we're not looking back we're looking forward and also yeah. this is kind of like a team meeting that everyone else can watch as we discuss ideas for what we can do next year <laughs> Yeah, so if you guys have any feedback, what's up? What's up, Tommy Christmas? Tommy Christmas. What's up, Tommy Christmas? Hell yeah. Christmas. Um, So if you guys have any input into, you know, what we should put our energy into in the future, let us know. Absolutely, yeah. In the chat, in the comments, email, tweet. Call me up. You know, you need a mustache ride. Yeah, you call Isaac. Isaac, Isaac's got his Craigslist ad. And he's <laughs> he's ready to answer. Times are tough, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I like it. Maybe <laughs> you gotta do what you love, man. But yeah, totally. I think you know, there's been a lot of growth. We've tried out different things um, in the past year, uh, and I think you know, I'm. I'm curious, like, what you guys want to do more of. I know, like, what I want to do, and it's a lot of the same stuff. Also, you know, I think personally, like, streaming, you know, some stuff has been fun. Yeah. Um, try to get Isaac up and going with streaming, but his computer and or internet connection could not handle it. But he did pump out those videos all on his own. I was very proud of you. Uh, although you you did release them all at the same time, <laughs> like a space amount of it. I thought I thought I was gonna make more, but then I ran out of time. Yeah, that's why also I... little rant. It's really flipping hard to make those videos because you you like sign into Talishar, right? And so first of all, you want a good informative game, right? So if you like, I blew out an Arachne thirty six to zero or whatever, you know. So scrap that, and then like. 
you'll be playing a great game, you know, and then it'll be against Reinar and then you'll, you know, it'll be, and then they'll just like disconnect at 11 life or whatever. And you're like, well, fuck, scrap that. And then you'll tune in again and you'll play Azalea or something. And you're like, God damn it. This is a good matchup for me and scrap that, you know? So for every video I flip and make, <laughs> there's like many more. Five others that you had to trash. Yeah, totally. So, um, that's kind of why I ran out of time was, uh, it actually took a bit to to get that, get that going. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but but good companions to the deck tech, um, I think. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So I mean, I think personally, that's that's something I want to do. Um, I mean, speaking of video game stuff, I'm like, you know, I'm also thinking of like other little segments for the podcast, or you know, even I mm-hmm. guess we could add segments to the reaction step. Um, but you know, I mean, games are games well, uh, and I think I'd be down to chat more about, you know, video games we're doing and spending time with and, uh, you know, sharing um, that with people. Let's take these one at a time. Oh, I am. So we'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in that. And, um, so as far as gameplay goes, um, we could, we could have more volume of gameplay. We could have uh specific guests on um we could talk about the games afterwards with said guests we could have we could produce our own like a game with commentary um does anybody have any input like you two or anybody in the chat as to what uh you'd like to see out of us right because um you know do you want just volumes of gameplay or do you want like um you know, again, like a game, like a a good gameplay video with like commentary overwards talking about lines, or you know, do you, do you want to see guests? Like, what what would you like to see? Yeah, we tried that. Uh, we had the idea to do get guests on, have a live gameplay and a like chat, live chat afterwards, um, which we did with Zane. Shout out to Zane. And I think it went pretty well. We just like lost steam on trying to get people to play and, you know, and producing that sort of thing, which I still think is a pretty good um, idea, you know? Um, So I would be into trying that again, or I think, uh, I also am on the streaming boat with Colin. That's something I would like to try to do once basketball's over, like once a week, like on Sunday or something like that. Just stream for a couple of hours and uh, see what's you know what's happening on Talishar or something like that. I also do like the idea of um, Isaac because we live in actual proximity to one another. We can do IRL gameplay and um commentate over it which we have done a little bit in the past but haven't done it hardly at all so that that's where those are my thoughts yeah i think i think some more commentary stuff would be a lot of fun i think it kind of combines some stuff i would like to do personally in my own playing to be able to go back and like Mm -hmm. you know discuss things and kind of uh, think about where you know 
where you could have tried something else or, you know, analyze how things played out. And like being able to do that, I think would be beneficial to myself. And I think other people watching it, like also benefit from that kind of like, you know, ponderous discussion of, uh, of like different lines and like, but no, going back with like the information and having like, you know, I think if we do it on Talishar, we can do the, the commentator mode where you see everything, which like would be cool mm-hmm. to, to be able to look at that and say like, Oh, okay. Like I was worried about this. Um, but I wasn't paying, you know, wasn't thinking about this. And then, you know, I got caught out here. So <clears throat> that's something I think would be a lot of fun to do. Um, and also, I mean, rather than like worrying about the amount that we're doing it, you know, I think we're all fairly, busy people sometimes so we can't just uh crank out all the videos but um it definitely would be interesting to to try to do that on a more regular basis yeah it well it sounds like thanks chat um it sounds like commentary would be desirable um yeah and sometimes we get more busy or less busy but um it's just about where we put our energy right like that's what mm-hmm. I meant. Do we just want volumes of gameplay videos? Do we want live streams or do we want, you know, less, um, you know, commentary videos that are more informative or whatnot? Um, but yeah, my my laptop won't OBS and webcam stream to YouTube while playing Talishar, unfortunately. So someday when I upgrade and that's my full-time job is just streaming for people. <laughs> Um, I'll with get a, a mustache uh, like that you're you're gonna be famous in no time yeah we're gonna start we're really gonna start the only fans that's just a disguise GoFundMe to get as like a beefier computer yeah i'm mm-hmm. just doing this to put myself through streaming school you know <laughs> look man sex work is work you know hell yeah no shame um I, I think that sounds great. I would love to do that. I think I learn a lot when you guys talk about games like that. I learn, a, you know, I think I would learn a lot looking at my own games in that way. So I think that's a, that's a great way of kind of, you know, looking at a way to improve our own playing as well as doing something and sharing that with like other people. So we'll do that. Oh my God, my dog is here. And she just opened the door and left. Yeah, my door's cracked door. too for for my dog to come in, but it's just probably Excuse too much fun. <laughs> my dogs are sleeping. That was funny. <laughs> Didn't make it. <laughs> Hayden does have a good point that. There's a hole to fill in streaming schedules because Team Covenant is uh, stepping back. So that that does sound <laughs> that is good. I hope Colin didn't break any sub something. Why didn't I take my headphones off? I don't know. Just in case you miss out, um, I wanted to circle yeah. back to what Colin was was saying about. Uh, segments i think that is an area of our like regular podcast we could beef up and make better or more entertaining because the one that keeps going is like basically pick pass prey um 
And even that, for me personally, gets a little stale, especially when set releases are not always draftable and they're like so far uh, apart that I lose kind of inspiration. So if that was like a less regular segment and we could fill that with, you know, with whatever, Collins board game from the closet, super review or, uh, you know, video game talk or something like that. My idea was to start calling signature segments like our extra action point or something corny like that. And the extra action point is you just get to uh, like. talk talk about whatever you want, basically, you know, but in a like, you know, structured manner. That makes sense. Yeah, sounds good. So for the record, I always like pick, pass, pray, but I'm on oh, the good. other end of it. And my brain just likes a puzzle, you know, so yeah. I never grow bored of choosing which card to pick. I, I really like draft. Um, and yeah, sounds good. So let's talk about um, chat, please, if you have any ideas that we can just steal and then use to further our success. Um, or think you know, back that's... to like the one-off segments that we've kind of done here and there, like the, uh, what flavor, like the flavor game, <clears throat> the flavor text yeah. game. And then God, I can't remember. There's another, there's a couple that you've done, like kind of it. It was what flavor is it? And by the numbers I did also, um, and right, so just quizzes basically is what I've come up with. Right, so we could we could just pick a couple segments for the end of each episode, regardless of irregardless of what they are, or we can rotate a different segment every episode. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, okay. that's the same thing. I thought you meant have a couple to have at the end. See, these are how our production meetings 100% go. <laughs> like multiple, multiple as in a couple at the end, not uh, the way I phrased it. That's all. That's why I was getting clarification. Oh, yeah. I meant one or two, not only just one. Like I meant, so at the end of our episode, we could have whatever segment or segments we, uh, you know, are excited to do or are pertinent or we have on deck or are ready for is that more clear yeah totally sounds great all right on board with that 100 percent. yeah i mean you know i'm i'm in for a a board game segment where i just talk about <clears throat> some board game hopefully that i've totally. played because my shelf of not shame but potential my shelf of potential games that i have yet to experience has increased uh, over the years that I've been right. playing Flesh and Blood and not so many other board games. But uh, I uh, I got some good gamers at my job now, so, you know. Ooh, that's nice. Shout out, shout out to Elliot, who doesn't watch the show or play Flesh and Blood, but loves other board games and has a sweet board Wait. game table. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I'm super into that. I think that's, uh, like, you can... Once a month, just record your own segment and then, uh, you know, it'll be like, and then here's a board game from the closet with Colin. And then you talk for 20 minutes or whatever. And then at the end we'd go, wow, great job, Colin. That was super cool. 
you know, or Even something like. Or I don't know about that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds terrible. You're fired. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that would be really cool and would definitely beef up the board game from a closet from the closet because I know a lot of people really like that uh, segment and I would like to keep that alive. But uh, I have moved on from. I have now my board game collection is like fairly curated and uh gets rotated like the games i play like i don't add to it really now because i'm like well these are just like really great games that i really love so i'm just gonna not buy anymore because i have to buy flesh and blood cards <laughs> um so so yeah so my list of things that i can endorse has dwindled now after two years um so so yeah so having an extra input would be great which i did play uh mystic veil the other night on monday and it was awesome and i freaking slaughtered everybody that's truly the game i'm the best at in the whole world is mystic veil i'm so good at it it's so it's awesome. stupid. Don't play with Taylor and Maria because <laughs> yeah, they're like, don't play with me. They're like well rehearsed experts who have like broken the game and played many times. And you're like, oh, this is cool. Oh, and this mechanic. Oh, this is cool. And they're like, just like over there, like machines building their, you know, game breaking combo. And, totally. you know, I, you're just playing deck, a different game. Yeah. My deck, <laughs> I drew the whole thing every turn and just had basically <laughs> infinite resources and bought whatever cards. Doesn't I wanted. sound like a good game. <laughs> It was incredible. I never had such a good deck. <laughs> uh, Hell yeah. Totally. If you don't know what Mystic Veil is, go back and figure out which episode we talked about <laughs> yeah. it on. Episode no, no. Yeah, it's in, there. in the teens. Or just I'm Google guessing it. it's between Watch someone else's review of it. Yeah. I'm guessing it's between ten and twenty. That's my guess. Yeah. That's only ten hours of listening. Or you yeah, can skip like that. twenty. Those early episodes. Are oh, those early episodes are long. I mean, they're yeah. all pretty long. Let's be honest. It's yeah. true. Uh, we just do two two-hour episodes instead of four one-hour episodes. You know. Yeah. yeah. We can really really get in there. Yeah. Just save um, us that time. So I, I think I'll probably do an episode. Also, thanks, Manuel. Thanks for the input. Um, I'll probably do a segment. I got to like, I got to work on this idea, but I'm probably going to do a segment that reviews things like in unconventional ways, like video game or for you know. as example. Um, so when I was in my early twenties or something, I was like, I thought this idea was genius. I don't know if it was, but it, it was is. like rate video games based on like how how fun they are to like drink and play yeah right i love and maybe drink idea. with friends and play or something because yeah. some games i'm pretty sure i've mentioned this on the pod but just bear with me sorry everyone you know some games you can just like hold the joystick down to travel and like sip your beer or eat your pizza or whatever you're doing some of them you have to like be super engaged with both hands even while doing nothing and um you know so or by that metric right like I will not drink beer to play Elden Ring because it's so flippin' difficult, right? My favorite game ever. 
not a good game to drink beer and play. <laughs> you know, so, totally. Uh, I would review games on this metric, but they're you know fun to drink beer with. Um, what Mortal I Kombat think one of the ones in DC with your friends? Great to drink beer and play. Yeah, Excellent. one of the... sometimes it ends up in physical fights. <laughs> <laughs> one of the ones I, I think we we talked about most that was pretty great was Diablo three for console. Mm-hmm. Because there's a mechanic in that where if one of your party members is going one direction, so let's say you're going a direction, my character will just follow them and I don't have to hold on to the controller. So I can just get up and take a pee and grab us more beers and crack them open and then and my character won't get left behind. I'll still be there. So that's yeah, like and, one instead of the, of the best front ones. character getting stuck because the other characters yeah. aren't moving, they'll just yeah. drag the other character with them. And yeah, it's great. It's so awesome. yeah, Taylor's making fish sticks or whatever, and you're like <laughs> slaughtering hordes of skeletons. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Not a great game. Too no. easy. But yeah. pretty the, boring. the best, most fun drinking beer with your friends game. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yep. Great. Way to, way to remember that, Taylor. Dude, totally. Because I think it's a great idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah, let's do that. When you mentioned the uh, the unconventional rating system, I thought you just meant like you know, <clears throat> out of sixteen scars guards, this game is like ten <laughs> yeah, scars <totally>. guards. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is uh, eight power tools. I give this one yeah. eight power tools. Yeah. Is that a good thing or not? I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of scars guards, so you know, who knows? It could be good. Could be bad. Maybe there's too many. So it's the right amount. If it's low, it's like you want it in between because too many scars guards is bad. <laughs> and then never tell them out of how many it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's I great. give this game three chopsticks. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Better than one, right? Am I right? Totally. Got <laughs> extra in case one breaks. It's perfect. It's the perfect game. <laughs> So dumb. I love it. Uh, all right, next big idea, million dollar idea. Somebody, somebody else say this. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I got to pull it up. <laughs> I thought you had it. Oh, I thought you had it. Um, one of the things I wanted to potentially do, a if they ever fucking schedule any sort of big events on the West Coast. Uh, or I have time and the want to go to like Indianapolis is uh do a vlog style videos where you get to go along with me on the journey or us right on the journey for um the kind of bigger events like callings or maybe even a battle hardened or something like that and just be honest you know like scrubbed out again went three and three with icelander like favorite hero but i suck at playing it etc you know what i mean i mean it would be more fun to be like cameos from colin yeah totally but you know it would be it would be entertaining but i just was thinking like at worlds it would have been really fun if at shout out to five the taco joint to like interview us while we're eating freaking cabeza tacos and and uh jason long orders a traditional quesadilla from the, 
the spot, you know, or whatever, and just like talk about that. So, yeah, I I think you know that those would be fun. I think I think you got to be the one to do it because you're the most socially outgoing of us, and uh, yeah, <clears throat> I it's hard. I gotta like remember just to take out my phone and like. It's not my first instinct to be like, let me video this. It's like, let me just be yeah. here and experience a thing. But totally, I'm not that way either. Yeah. But like, well, a person's YouTube channel who's also into TCGs that I really like is Andrew Mahone from Tricky Gym, who does Pokemon stuff. And some of his Pokemon vlogs, he's got a great personality and is a great person on the internet. But his vlogs, I like really enjoyed. And I like, you know, am not a competitive Pokemon player. So. Yeah, I uh, I liked it. I like that stuff. Nice. Nate will be the cameraman. <laughs> yeah, Netflix <Nice>. documentary. <laughs> Sweet. Didn't know you had those skills, Nate. All right. You're hired. We can't pay you anything except for friendship, and I'll buy you a beer every once in a while. And if you're lucky, you get a mustache, right? <laughs> From Isaac. From Isaac, yeah. <laughs> no, I like to keep my work life separate. <laughs> Uh, we're too close personally i can't do that <laughs> i uh should not drink don't be funny while i have liquid in my mouth <laughs> in front of all of the electronics yeah, everyone okay? stop eating and drinking for the duration of this podcast because you might choke uh, and if yeah, should just, we have that should be if up for we're us. as funny as too we late think we're we an hour 15 you're in, in trouble <laughs> yeah they're dead already. That's why there's only like 10 people here. <laughs> Content warning. Uh, you might choke to death while watching this. <laughs> uh, I think we're fine. All right. What's next? What is next? Um, I mean, overall, I think deck techs. Let's, let's do more deck techs, guys. Actually, you know, as a small tangent... I had this idea, and I keep forgetting awesome. about it, so I'm going to bring it up now it. before I forget about it. Uh, Good. And this is basically a ripoff of another great podcast, and, you know, like all good ideas, you should just steal them from other places. But totally. uh, been listening to a lot of Get Played, and they do a lot. They do a segment called We Play, You Play, where they're like, we're going to play this game this month, and then at the end of the month, we're going to, like, talk about it. Um, and my idea was, like, it was more like a we build, you build. And like we pick like mm. a hero or like a theme or like a hero and a theme and like build a deck. Either like together we start with one deck and then we kind of like iterate separately or something along these lines. It's like either we start with one deck and we kind of iterate separately or we all build separately and then kind of play mm -hmm. and then come back and be like, well, this is where my deck ended up and this is what I learned. Um, and... I don't know. And then people can do that with us and we can all like chat about like, you know, Oh, Great like, idea. I thought these cards were cool. And I think, you know, with Talishar, it's very easy now to like play yeah. and explore other heroes without having to have the actual cards. And it's, that'd be cool to like, you know, explore some new stuff and kind of break out of our more traditional roles and focuses which you know i think on one hand i should probably focus more on just one hero but at the same time i'm like let's like break out and like i love that do some other things so that that was one idea that i that i had the other day probably in the shower Sold. when i was thinking about this so done game. you should have We're fun doing... 
We're doing it. Play what you want. We're doing that. No, I Love think it. you have yeah. to play what I say. We all play the same thing together. That's the point. Yeah, that, that is a good idea. Uh, I'm into it. It's not about fun. No, I'm just kidding. It should be fun. Um, but I don't know. I, it, it was like kind That's of like, you know, and we keep it small. We don't have to be like spend a whole month doing it, but like, you know, just dabble in something and explore it and kind of share our thoughts just because I think there's, we're only going to get more and more heroes and it's just going to get harder and harder to really yeah. know them all um outside especially like outside of like draftable new draftable characters um so yeah i just thought it'd be like a fun way to kind of like back you know go back into some other things that we may have never really delved into and just round out our general knowledge in in some other areas totally yeah i would love that especially because of the uh audience engagement that involves too is part of that segment on get played is they read um <clears throat> they call it the ryu crew right is that what it is yeah uh the comments everybody had about the game that they played that month and that sort of thing so that that would be great is that part of that segment would be you're like well my data doll transformer deck uh turned out this way says Devin, also hi Devin. What up? Glad you're here. You know, um, so that that would be also, I think, a really fun uh, part of it. So I'm into it. Done. Sold. Who's keeping notes? Who's keeping track of all of the stuff we're greenlighting? <laughs> Unlike normal meetings, <laughs> this one's been recorded, so we can just go back. Yeah, over. we'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the where I started was deck text. I think, uh, you know, from an analytics point of view. Uh, Deck techs are performing quite well this quarter, so we should, uh, we should increase them 700%. <laughs> they're the hardest to make. I know. I know. That's Especially that's... for us, because they're always like our babies, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Like Arsenal Pass is just like, I don't know, we put some cards together, you know, and we fucking won a thing, so here you go. So I'll Here's, little a, Reiner Here's a Reinar list. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I mean, that's obviously a thing. That's why this idea came up. It was like, oh, well, this gives us an opportunity to like make a new deck that might, uh, we could then turn into like a deck tech as well. But that, uh, that is, that's the hard part. I don't know. I don't have a deck that's good to share with anybody. So <laughs> I'm just relying on you guys being good or at least better than me. <laughs> um, I have, a deck or two at least one deck that i would uh, do a deck tech on nice what is it uh waning moon kano wayno i love that deck i really want to see you play some kano um because i feel like you've been you've been diving deep into the arcane arts i know i'm at this weird place where it's like i think maybe so if you're on Crucible, you get all the good hit effects like Spindle and Sonic Boom and stuff. If you're on Waning Moon, you get to like, I don't know, kind of deal more damage or the same damage or just be more flexible. And I kind of like it better, but I don't really know if it's better. You can do really cheeky things, though, where you like play Tome of Aetherwind from Arsenal, like no cards, right? Blocked out. 
play that, you draw a blue and a red, pitch the blue to Waning Moon and Arsenal the red. With Crucible, you don't get shit, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, you in know, that scenario, like, you just like it, you normally would just pass, right? And hope yeah, to draw or you, two blues. You play it, if you get two blues, then you can Kano and play the blue you found. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Or if you like Toma Findall, you can just Waning Moon off of it, then block with the cards you draw if it didn't work out. There's like a whole bunch of things that it kind of opens up. Um, also, on your combo turn, your whole deck cost curve is way lower. So, um, killing them in creative ways is easier just because everything costs one or zero. Right. Um, yeah. You, but you don't again, hit the like two cost thing off the top and you're like, Shit, yeah, I only have one resource floating. Yeah. Also blazing aether is like better. It's, it's like more important than wildfire or because you can like waning moon and then you're blazing procs off of that, you know? as well in that combo turn um so it it feels a little more flexible that way but again you miss out on like crucible aether spindle you know things like that which mm -hmm. are very good so but i've thought of all kinds of things like the it's that one cost ward card like sigil if you hit that off the Protection. top you can just play it and waning moon i haven't tried that nobody tried that it's probably bad but you know like <laughs> winning moon works off of any non-attack action so the sky's right. kind of the limit um yeah yeah with the that, that sounds sorry like that, something that belongs there in, you go in the jank channel <laughs> it does yeah. i uh shout out I, to the discord i think i've won as much with that as with the regular kato deck but um nice yeah, anyway I, sorry I there's the deck deck there i just did it right now it's done how many blues are in the deck? Come on. You didn't even give me any information. I just, yeah, I didn't eat bro. dinner and then I had this cocktail. So you <laughs> brought it up and now I, I just spilled all the beans. Zero views coming up. <laughs> That's future. what we'll just title this, this episode is secret Kano deck tech. You know, Jump and they'll have to watch for an hour minutes. 25 minutes yeah yeah to get the 30 second nugget that you know <laughs> the truth is that's why you listen that's why you listen to the cast those for those little nugs it's our uh our current you know viewer base it very much knows what they're getting into <laughs> mm -hmm. they do they do um something i was thinking about is so i did my my Icelander challenge where I became one with Icelander, which went pretty well. Michael Hamilton kind of soured the journey I was on, um, which was a little unfortunate. It really cut my time frame down by, <laughs> you know, six months or something like that. So it, it kind of petered out. Um, I do want to do my, my cool Icelander collection video, which I will do soon um i just haven't oh, yeah. had the time you know because i have a lot of cool icelander cards mm -hmm. that i would like to show off to everybody um but i was wondering and this goes to both you as my hosts and the chat is if i should try to do another just like hard pivot to a character challenge again because i'm like kind of lost as like what who who am i 
You know what I mean? I just feel like now I'm a Michael Hamilton imposter because, you know, he's the master of Icelander. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I don't have any backups or et cetera. So I'm, I'm open for suggestions. Whether that is just like stay the course, you're you're a one trick pony now. You're you know B tier Icelander player, so which is fine with me as well. So whatever you know, anybody's thoughts are on all of that. Also, shout out to Nate here who says we should just do one live game of Risk every year, and I think that is hilarious. But I also vote no because. Risk is bad. It would have to be Risk Legacy, my favorite board game ever. Um, we could do that once a year annually and uh, for the next 15 years. <laughs> and then we'd all have to be together, but then we could air that. But it just solves the risk, right? Like it, you get, if you've captured, if you still have your headquarters and have captured one or two, um, you win the game. So in all the ways risk is bad, it doesn't, uh, <laughs> it doesn't, um, you know, anyway, it's a very exciting game. They fixed all the bad parts. It's, it's like excellent. And I would be into that. Taylor doesn't believe me and thinks it's bad, but you know, I would try That's it, been but I'd also board yes. game from the closet with Isaac. I would rather like be like, why don't we just play twilight Imperium and just have a party? <laughs> I mean, what other game yeah. are you like? I'm gonna go into your system, invade your shit, and then we're gonna vote on a law <laughs> that we're gonna <laughs> put into effect that changes the rules of the game. It's just, and then the other guy's just like, I'm over here just building shit and winning silently. It's great. Yeah, that would be my vote. Also, I love that game. I need to play it again soon. <clears throat> but yeah, I would. Play isn't, that, isn't that like a that's like a, a ten hour game, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a game I I played it with some friends for the first time when I got it. We were four hours in, and I swear we were only like forty five to an hour in. I was having such a good time. I was like, "What time is it?" Mm -hmm. I was like, "Holy shit, we've been doing this for four yeah. hours, and like, I feel great, and I'm very excited to keep going." <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's a uh, slumber party weekend game. Is what it is. And my bachelor party, um, it took two days, and we lost somebody yeah. in the process because they were done. <laughs> really fair. It's too long for some people. Okay, back to my Icelander conundrum. What do I do? All right. So uh, Nate says, "Oh, I was gonna say I like what Nate said. You, you got it." Nate says, "Stay the course until it hits Living Legend, then go back to Viserai." I would okay. say. I would just ask first, like, um, which hero or play style, like, which flavor of hero separately and which play style do you find, like, the most intriguing? You know what I mean? Icelander. R right. And <laughs> Viserai. <laughs> then go back to Viserai. Mm. I feel like I could just pivot to old him and just be like, I just be like one of those people who shows up and it's like, yeah, I just play guardian and they do like pretty good in every meta. You know what I mean? Cause guardians just pretty good. Yeah. And you know, that seems like a relaxing time. Yeah. Old him's great. You get channel Lake frigid and guardian, you know? Yeah. 
Old Hammett is fun to play. <clears throat> Bravo is not too bad either. I do that when I'm like, I just want to play a game where I just like pitch cards and swing my hammer and like, you know, yeah. block out a bunch and just don't worry. Don't worry so much about things. You know? Yeah, totally. Like, I don't need all <laughs> these cards. I just need a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, you have told me multiple times, like, it started out as like, yeah, my like, my secret guilty pleasure is like just playing old him. Or yeah, whatever, that's great. You know, and it's you always it's... have like a side brood old him deck. You know, of like some I kind do. of like, it's always grow ice hold him or whatever. You, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Maybe old him. I mean, uh... why not? Dude, <clears throat> why not both Icelander and old him? We go ice heroes only. Nate's got all the ideas right now. Uh, he says, new hero shows up in Outsiders and completely solves the problem. Yeah, that's true. But what if they suck? What if they're lame? What you if know? there's only three? <laughs> Maybe there'll be four this time. Could be five. There could be just one. Nate, everybody has Pummel, okay? It's a generic. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone Pummel should just Azalea. run Pummel in every deck. That should just be what we do. I'm, yeah, I, I feel you. I, I'm still interested in getting down with Arachne, but I'm also oh, uh, yeah. hearing from others that he's just like pretty fair and doesn't have that many great matchups and probably has a f maybe one too many bad matchups, but, um, I'm, I'm interested in, in going down there. I'm also curious about where Viscera is at with these new cards, if they actually did anything or if they're mostly exist in some other world that we're not privy to. Um, and then I also, really, what's the new Reinar again? What's the new majestic attack he got? Uh, um, the... it's a yellow three for six. Mm, or when it hits they discard a card and you draw a card yeah cryptic something you have to discard an attack and a non-attack yeah you have to pitch both yeah my hot take on that card is it's the new blossoming spellblade cool but uh unplayable yeah it's pretty specific yeah and unlike old him if you arsenal a pummel trying to line that play up you really suffer for it you know, you can't <laughs> yeah. just like seeds it away. Like, oh, it didn't line up. Oh well, yeah. two second cycle. Totally. It feels like Viscerite could be a pummel deck though, because he has so many crypt cryptic crossing, uh, cryptocurrency. Got it. Um, is that Viscerite could be a pummel deck, but he lacks that synergy with his weapon. Is the thing that holds him back. You know. Um, because he just has so many good two cost or three cost attacks that you would want to pummel that are potentially yeah, like, free too. You know, it's like so all you, you can, need is two resources. You can swing Rosetta for five, or you can have to have your tunic up and pummel for four and a card. You know, like yeah, and get a card. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Nate. Prove it. Deathly Duet. Which one's that one? Uh, that's the one that 
either gives you rune chance or buffs itself depending mm. on what you pitch. It is good. Yeah. It is I was just good. I was just being combative. It is good. Oh. It's just like another yeah, did you finish your cocktail, is that why? <laughs> it's another yeah, it's another two cost like mauve deathly Rosetta card. You know what I mean? Dude, Rosetta's gonna be gone soon though. Yeah. Briar's at nine twenty two. Stuck with Reaping Blade. Let's make the side. I mean, you could play yeah, Nebula Blade and play all the one costs instead of the two costs. Totally. You totally could. Like it can be Mob Skies, Consuming Volition, Nebula Blade, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have like Singeing Steel Blade and Yeah. Uh, you know. I mean, it's like worse, but not not really that much worse. With all the life gain people been doing lately, Reaping Blade might have a yeah, you know, a good spot. But it's so funny. I I find it very funny of how like people were so upset about Viscerai for a while, and then now like really nothing. Like nobody cares. Changed and like nobody cares anymore. (laughs) Totally. That's why all of that shit is so annoying. Is it's just like <sighs> something else will happen that you all will complain about that we have to all hear about. Well, you let's know, not complain about that. Then. Well, Skeleta <laughs> got banned. Something did yeah. happen. No, but people were complaining about him after that as well. Yeah, I think Icelander helped helped out. Yeah, there's another problem. Kind of him it's Icelander and old him. <laughs> totally I still strong. complain so if somebody opens turn zero with mob shrill revel Rosetta I'm like well great just start the game at 32 life or whatever you know it just feels bad sometimes you know that's just how it goes you, you yeah. probably will still win the game <laughs> maybe I don't know uh <clears throat> So that was a resounding, huh? To your question, Taylor. Uh, totally, it's a personal. It's, it's tough, personal, though, man. Yes, or I or old yeah. him. I feel you. I do think. I honestly do think you should probably just play some old him for a while because you do enjoy it. And I think, you know, I can relate to this. Of like, there's this idea of what you should be doing versus what you actually enjoy doing. And mm-hmm. we should just give into what's fun and we enjoy doing whether or not it like aligns with it and the rest will catch up later. But then if you want to go back, you can, but you know, dip in there, get in with the old guy. He's a, you know, he's a handsome man, the big beard. Only thing better would be okay. if he just had a mustache. Where are all the mustaches in flesh? And blood? <laughs> Start a Twitter poll. God. Should our next big hero have a mustache? There'll be I'm like a swashbuckler someday that. with a mustache, you know. Yep. Does Here we go. TJ Stoddard's uh, on... pirate have a mustache? I mean, there's got to be some mustaches <laughs> in there. <laughs> I mean, Bolton's got like the goatee, right? I don't. I don't know. I'm on Twitter. 
Oh, he's got a full beard. Bravo's got a beard. There's a lot of beards, but not a lot of mustache. Imagine if Chain just had a mustache. (laughs) Speaking of, Taylor, there is going to be uh, a new Shadow Runeblade soon-ish, you know? And that might be your real home. That's true. Light Illusion is coming back too, baby. Totally. Although we don't have Luminaris anymore, so what am I going to do? Oh, no. (laughs) I'm sure there will be a weapon catered to the new But will everything go again, Isaac? (laughs) (laughs) You're... Nine war tunes, miraging, and symbiosis. It's pretty fair deck. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right. Well, chat, this is your this is your chance. If you want us to do anything in the new year, you gotta let us know. Yeah. Shout us out. Let us know. I saw who said this? Devin asked about, is there much content on playstyle, or is that somewhat dictated by matchup? And I wasn't, I didn't fully understand it, so I didn't bring it up till now, but I feel like playstyle, I mean, it depends how you define playstyle. To me, that's more like how you like to play your deck. Um, but I guess you could also look at uh, the ways of High Striker. Oh, High Striker does have a mustache. Not a character, though. Not I'm yet. essentially a high striker in person form right you, now. You are, yeah. <laughs> I put I put the Twitter poll out there. Cosplay. I did it. What was the, what was their Twitter poll? The old him mustache poll. It was should the next hero in Fab have a mustache? <laughs> yes or no? And the third option was it's been too long already. <laughs> well, I voted and it's a hundred percent, and it's been too long already. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, um, wait, shit, what was the topic we were on, Colin? It was a question about if if there's content on playstyle, <clears throat> hmm. or if that's dictated by matchup. But I think it depends how you define playstyle, which could be the playstyle of the hero, the way you like to play that hero, or maybe it's both. But I feel like it's I... kind of like wrapped up in like deck text. Um. So probably the information's there, but it's a little more buried. I think you could, I mean, so my answer, you could always just boil it down to like past experience probably, but I definitely noticed there's a component of play style in, um, when you get towards the end of the game and you approach lethal and some players tend to play more not to lose and kind of hope that their opponent bricks. And some players play more to win. Like, this is my window. If I take this chance, I will most likely win. Whereas if I wait for, you know, maybe three more turns, it's more likely my opponent will kind of grind me out and then they will most likely win, right? Like, um, I've been a limited game before, uh, gone to one against Briar, uh, risking the uh, sigil of suffering um, in order to for sure win the game rather than block more, 
not win, have to block, and then kind of hope that I find lethal before they do. Like, I would still be at an advantage, but I was just like, there's a few briars in this pool. I didn't see many sigils. I can for sure win if they don't draw the sigil, right? So I think that that actually comes down to my play style or my personality. Um, mm. So that was a bit of a story, but I think that that's an example of play style kind of. Um, you know, and I notice as I play against other players, like your approach towards that that in-game scenario um, kind of differs. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I think Devin has a good follow-up here that he says there's a lot of variables, and I agree with that also. Because there's, like, some, like, flesh and blood doesn't fit into the, like, aggro control mid-range so much. Like, even within those, there's such a variety and there isn't even really like a true control counter deck. You know what I mean? It's just like fatigue is like the thing we have as close to that or a oh, bunch combo. of defense, defense reactions. Yeah. I mean, and even then it's like a gray area. There are some decks that like, you know, like OTK Viscerai, I think was pretty close to just like a, a singular combo game plan. But then there's also some decks like Kano's a great example that have a combo in them, but isn't the singular game plan. You know what I mean? So, and even with Sabres Bolton, like most of the time you like don't win after you go off, you still have to like play the game. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I, I think it's, Content on playstyle is tricky because of like all of those things. Mm -hmm. And there's like a general guideline you could have. Like if you're a control player or like a mid-range player, like, you know, maybe Dash and Icelander and certain builds of old him are like your your preferred heroes. You know what I mean? Um, so Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of my take on that that scenario still wild to me that you can <clears throat> build the same hero in these different ways to like be more in these like mm -hmm. kind of different directions um i wonder if we'll ever figure out like our own terminology for like how flesh and blood plays out because i mean you know i guess the aggro decks are aggro like but i think anything yeah. that's not just aggro or not full control like you know <clears throat> kind of gets tossed into the mid-range thing or you know we just come up with these definitions of like oh well it's like it flex you know we i think the way we say it is like it flexes this way or you know it's got a, yeah. this kind of package um that you can kind of sideboard in and out which like mm -hmm. is like the coolest part of this game and also the most nuanced yeah. and difficult to to really grasp yeah um, yeah. So in some ways, all the content is about that, at least ours, all the time. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. one of my favorite, like, um, people on the internet for exercise science, uh, he says the word nuance a lot. So they, they have a t-shirt 
Shout out to Barbell Medicine uh, that just says nuance on it. And I, I love that t-shirt. Is this Brendan Patrick's fitness page? No, it is not. Oh. Well, he says nuance and likes fitness. Yeah. He They're does. He also says person. fundamentally. <laughs> he says fundamentally a lot as well. It's a good word. Did you have a follow-up, Taylor? It's no, that was just my little out. anecdote. Gotcha. Um, I think since we're uh, on this topic, I think agro, I mean, agro is just agro, right? It's exactly the same. I think where it kind of gets muddled is like control kind of has two meanings sometimes. And like, like Icelander is a mid-range deck, but it's a control deck by like certain like magic or whatever definitions. And then fatigue is... I mean, rarely will like old him run you totally out of cards. They'll kind of just run you out of threats and then kill you by better pitch stacking or whatever. Um, and yeah, I kind of think Saber's Bolton is kind of the only true combo deck because other combo decks like Claus Reiner or Kano are just really flexible and they can, you know, like Claus Reiner can pitch stack and combo the shit out of you, but it's it's rarely the actual game plan. You're just looking for the combo, right? Or like even aggro decks like like Viscerai is kind of a combo deck or Briar, right? I mean, they're kind of moseying along playing their aggro game plan, but then the combo comes along and they combo off, um, especially with the old uh, Sonata Skeleta game plan, right? Um, so I think it's just a bit more fluid. Yeah, which is, I mean, I feel like I keep saying this, but that's why this game's so good. Sometimes I like, I'm, I get that point where like, do I really love this game? And then we talk about it for a while. And I'm just like, man, I really want to, I want to play more right now. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's just, it's like, your deck is built in this way that you can, you just like react to what's going on. You can set up things to like benefit you later. There's just, like, so many factors you have to, like, keep track of in a game to really to benefit from that ability at all points um, if you're not just playing a straight-up aggro deck. That's why I think aggro is always so popular because it's just like, well, I'm just going to play my cards, like, and they're going to be good. And for the most part, I don't have to worry about some shit, but everyone else is just, you know, just out there in the void feeling well like feeling things and how many aggro decks actually don't have any nuance to them you know i mean they definitely have nuance yeah they're just aggro like they're going to play out all of their cards for high damage until you stop them but there's a range of doing that better or worse Right, like so against Azalea, they might side in six defense reactions. Or against, you know, C and C, they might need more more of their blues and maybe need to block three. Mm -hmm. I think that's where the nuance comes in. But I think the aggro definition really is uh, bought on. Yeah, I think for the most part. Uh, but it's not... I think the difference between this and some other, like, aggro decks and other games is like you don't just win that way you know 
you have to make important decisions here and there and then sequencing is always really important so you uh, yeah you is good at that. it so i would want to know too like so i think we can all agree phi squarely in the like if there's four quadrants you know he he's like as far over in the yeah. aggro realm as as possible you know but something like uh chain is definitely you know an aggressive deck but i don't know I, it has so many other elements to it that um you know it, it it's not just a pure aggro deck like phi is you know what i mean mm -hmm. i would still so i would classify it as an aggro deck just because okay so it's it's not controlling at all right like it does not mm -hmm. apply many hit effects right it doesn't control its opponent's game plan at all it's not going to fatigue you ever mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um it will usually only block if you're really trying to hinder it right so it's it's not really that mid-range it is kind of if you force it um so by those definitions i would say it's it's an aggro deck um what makes it unique is that can it, it can set up an end game combo you know so maybe it's an aggro deck that can flex to a combo component but i think it's just like just like not fatiguing at all not blocking at all not uh you know applying any hit effects is just like but, to me kind of streamlines the definition so i don't think that's necessarily true like those initial turns before you've built up like a reasonable amount of shackles you like block quite a bit and just kind of you know attack play your non-attack play an attack swing your weapon you know and any cards that you don't need to just do that um you kind of block with so you kind of wind up playing a mid-rangey game for the first half of the game until you kind of have a critical mass of of shackles to keep your life total high enough to like pivot so it isn't as like you know black and white as it just like its game plan is to like deal you damage and, and kill you is is the win condition but the way it gets there is like quite a bit or it was quite a bit different than other quote-unquote aggressive decks had been doing it you know what i mean yeah i agree i think my argument is partly for like simplicity's sake you know because like every deck and every card game is unique to some degree right but if you want to classify them you have to kind of just boil them down into different classifications. And I agree, Chain is unique because it it like is an aggro deck, but instead of turns one, two, and three killing you, it kills you turns three, four, and five. And it can also flex to a combo component. You know, that's definitely true and abnormal for that classification. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. It, you know, you can probably find outliers from any deck. Yeah, I mean, I think all of this discussion just illustrates how nuanced, nuanced the the game is and deck building decisions and stuff. And that's why our new segment, We Build, You Build, is going to pop off. We're going to talk about the nuance together, the the weance. 
<laughs> I That's love great. it, Colin. Yeah. We'll make, so that, good. We'll make that a shirt. Just a, be like, why is your shirt saying like Winks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Should, do we have anything uh, more substantial to talk about? Or uh, we've been here for two hours. Should we just, uh, should we just call it? I think, yep. that, I think that I was think a good way pretty. to end. You know, it was a nice, thoughtful discussion on just the fundamental elements of fab. So I will say I was watching the other day the uh, Carlson versus Nakamura speed chess championship. If you want to give your brain a workout, watch that. It's bananas. How long is the game? Just uh, they play mini games. Oh, okay. Um, it's just the level of play condensed into such a short time is like really hard for you to read and follow, but I think makes it interesting. So nice. Wait, I'll check it out. Before I found Fab, I was really into chess during the pandemic, and then you know, nice. I wasn't good at it, but I played a lot. It's just like flesh and blood. <laughs> Nuance. No way. I love chess and I know nothing about, uh, you know, current game theory or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's just I, interesting. I can barely remember openings, but, you know, I think it's fun. The best I ever did was when somebody accused me of using like a bot to win a game. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. I just smoked you, dude. Like I am as smart as a computer. I don't I don't even know how I would use a bot in this like speed chess game I'm playing on my phone. Like would I have to like enter it into something? I, like I was just like, dude, I just I just beat you. Just get over it. But you know. Salty Classic box. internet. Great job. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Anyways. uh yeah. Th thank you, everybody who's been with us the whole two hours. We really appreciate it. Thank you, anybody who's listening after the fact. Um, we appreciate you. Uh, this is one of the great joys in my life is to get to spend time with my friends and contribute in a positive way to a community. Uh, it's it's just great. Uh, <laughs> Devin says, Collins, salty chess logs. Nice. That's a I first read that right as salty chest logs, and I was like, nice. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that's it's for hot. the only fans. It's on Craigslist. Uh, since, this is, since this is actually a podcast episode somehow, um, if you're listening to this after the live recording, uh, shoot us a message. You know, like comment on YouTube, email us. Hit us up on Twitter, whatever, if there's anything you would like to see in the coming year as far as where we put our energy in production. Um, please let us know because we would like to, uh, you know, make what you would like to see in here. Hell yeah. At any time. Doesn't have to be soon. We're here. Yeah, to, totally. We're here to 2025 projects. Pitch them, whatever. We'll just. Let's yeah, see, it's like uh in closing on its own. Bird dog. That's so funny. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks everybody. That's been our show. Thanks, we'll see you in the new year. Goodbye.
Bye.